Volunteer State. It's time to join the nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and Volquest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football, basketball, special guests, recruiting, and more. The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. The number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Making the American dream possible. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon, featuring top-tier clean gasoline for peak performance. Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. By Farm Bureau Health Plans. When looking for health care coverage, let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through the choices. By Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK. And by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. The Nation is also brought to you by... I'm Chris Lowe with Austin Price, and we are live tonight at the Texas Roadhouse out here in the east location, just adjacent to the old Knoxville Center Mall. Back in my day, P was East Town Mall. I know I'm showing my age there, but we are at the Texas Roadhouse, and we'd love for you to come by and see us. As Austin just uh, polished off his usual grilled chicken, yep. applesauce, and fries. I think I may go with the New York Strip here later on tonight. Whatever you get here, though, it's good. At, uh, at the Texas Roadhouse, and uh, get, push those rolls away from me because I tell you, the rolls here are so good. If you eat one, you eat like ten of them. That's why I try to go peanuts. That's, there you go. You got peanuts <laughs> to avoid too. the rolls. But, hey, uh, thank you again for being with us. We, it's, always, uh, it's always great to have you here with us on a Sunday night. And uh, for Tennessee fans out there everywhere, ball's off to a 2-0 start. Eight straight wins for this program. AP going back to last year, the longest win streak in the SEC. Don't tell Jeremy Pruitt about it, though. He no. wants no part of that win streak. Well, I don't blame him. What coach wants to talk about what they've done? You want to talk about what what's in front of you and what's right in front of them is the biggest challenge they've had by far as the Vols go to Athens GA on Saturday to play the Dogs, who are coming off a whipping of Auburn. That's a, as you just informed me before we went on the air, the Vegas has made Georgia a 14-point favorite in that game. As Georgia playing by far, of course, they only played two games, but by far its best game of the season Saturday in a thorough three-touchdown win over the Auburn Tigers. Um, you know, I watched all the Tennessee game, watched most of the Georgia-Auburn game. Certainly Georgia offensively just sort of bullied Auburn in between the tackles, ran the football at will, and got out to a big lead. And it just really sort of held on from that point. In Georgia's defense, I don't think there's any question, is as advertised. They're fast, they're good, they can play. 
But I'll tell you what, Tennessee in the offensive line, certainly adding Cade May, May to the mix on that right tackle. They've got some depth, depth. they've got some versatility, they've got some experience, and, boy, they're big. That looks like, I'm talking about Tennessee's offensive line, that looks like an SEC championship contending offensive line. They've only played two games. I'm not ready to crown them. But it's as good offensive line and certainly as talented of an offensive line when you look at all the players they have in the mix, where they were ranked coming out of high school, who recruited them. But it's as talented and as good a looking offensive line as Tennessee's had in a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, 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 and deep, you know, they got depth there. They can, you know, can plug and play different guys. Tennessee's playing several different offensive linemen. Jeremy talked about it in the postgame yesterday about how the fact that, you know, Due to COVID-19 and quarantines and stuff, their offensive linemen are probably not, you know, ready to play full games yet. But, see, I think that going forward they need them. They need to find a kind of a set five and roll with those guys. Because I feel like at times the kind of musical lineman, so to speak, has probably hurt Tennessee a little bit, you know, and, and, you know, kind of stalled some drives when they've had some momentum. I go back to South Carolina. They go right down the field to start the second half with a set five, come out to the next – you know, series, and it's not the same five, and they stall. Same thing happened yesterday a couple of times. But, uh, you know, Tennessee's deep, and you're right. Cade presents a different level of nastiness alongside Trey Smith. They're running a lot of that jumbo package, which has Riley Locklear and Cooper Mays. So, basically, they have seven linemen on the field, and uh, Tennessee's able to run the ball. And, to me, they're going to have to be able to run it Saturday if they're going to go to Athens and be, in, and be in the game with Georgia. You know, if you can run the football, something that Auburn really couldn't do. You know, Tank Bixby got loose a couple of times and showed some real flash, but for the most part, they were just throwing at every play with Bo Nix right out of the gate, and that, was, to me, was a recipe for disaster for Auburn. We'd like to thank our presenting sponsor, Mortgage Investors Group, for helping bring you the nation each week. MIG making the American dream possible. Mortgage Investors Group is excited to help home buyers affordably achieve the dream of home ownership by giving you the home court advantage. This great advantage will allow you to get into that dream home with less money out of your pocket. Home buyers will be provided with an exclusive 15-year fixed rate second mortgage, $500, which will help cover your down payment, closing costs, prepaid, and in some cases, a portion of of the insurance cost. This is not just for first-time home buyers. Move-up buyers also may be eligible. So call MIG today to learn more about the Home Court Advantage program. You can check them out at MIGonline.com. So two weeks into the SEC season, AP, I, uh, I don't think there's any question. You know, I, I say any question because um, it's hard to make hard and fast decisions well, based you, on two uh, games. But Alabama's the best team in the league. Well, I, that's not a surprise. Well, yeah, but, it, uh, Lou, it's just like you drew it up. You saw LSU losing to Mississippi State, who would in turn turn around and lose to Arkansas, who had not lost a game, or who had not won a game in the league playing twenty games. Twenty straight lose. Twenty going straight back games. to two thousand seventeen. I mean, you, you you saw you know Georgia flirting with Auburn or with with Arkansas the first week, and Stetson, you know, playing quarterback. You know, Stetson Bennett being the starting quarterback for Georgia when Tennessee goes in there to, to Athens on Saturday. All these things that we all saw coming, right? Right. Well, and you know, Alabama's what? the one constant. Well, Everything else has not went to. to and just when you think you've seen it all from Alabama, that they're so good, some, you know, Mechie steps up and looks like the next coming of Jerry Rice. I mean, they've got playmakers coming out of their ears. And, you know, you know, I, I looked this up today. That's where their programs change. They, 
They had Julio and then a bunch of well when okay they had, guys. when they had Julio they bloody your nose and then they throw it down the field to him, to him. and and then and then they had Calvin Ridley and a bunch of other guys Mark Cooper they had, they've had some they've guys had, but, but they've, they have never had, had the, until the until the group that just graduated this or cluster, less early this this many and, and, and Nick they never had that, three yeah. or four guys now they've got three or four guys yeah. in like three three four straight years Nick told me that last year he said I've never had this many guys like that on one team now granted this is when Judy was still there Henry Ruggs was still there but. You know, they lose those guys, and you still got Waddle, and you still got the new guy, Mechie, Devontae Smith. I looked this up today. We're a long ways from home, but let's say let's say Alabama does win the SEC again this year. That would be Saban's seventh SEC championship, AP, seven different quarterbacks. Seven different quarterbacks. And think about who those guys are. Greg McElroy, Blake Sims, A.J. McCarron, Jake Coker, you know. Jake Coker. Jalen Hurts. The best of the bunch, obviously, Tua Tagovailoa, and this year, if they do win, it would be Mac Jones. So, it's amazing how good they've been with a lot of cases, pedestrian quarterbacks, which tells you how good they've been around the quarterback. Um, but I look well, at the league, and I look at the league. But they they won for years, low. How Tennessee's won eight in a row with better play at the line of scrimmage. scrimmage. It's a line of scrimmage league. You've screamed that for the last three years on this show. How you play and how you play around. The quarterback. I, which I, I, the had a, I had a media guy who's not around this team every week come up to me Saturday and say, what's the difference? What's the difference right now? And I said, it's the line of scrimmage. It's not even close, and it's both sides. Tennessee's defensive line still has got to learn to play better. They're not playing great, but they're way better than they were. I mean, they had Derek Barnett, okay? But, you know, they, don't, they did not have a ton of depth right. when they had Derek Barnett. They've got a lot of depth in there now. They can – Rotate guys in and out, and then the offensive line. There's some nastiness on that. Old Look line. at it this way, and you know this better than me. You're much more in tune with this than me. How many of those guys right now that are in the rotation in the offensive line could have pretty much gone anywhere they wanted to? There in the you country? go. How many of those? What would you say? Well, Wanye could have, Darnell could have, um, obviously Cade and Trey could have. Brandon Kennedy went to Alabama. I don't. I wasn't. I, Tennessee didn't really recruit him, so I wasn't familiar with his so, recruitment. So, but if you went to Alabama, you probably could have so, went anywhere, right? So conservatively, right? five of your guys in the rotation could have gone anywhere they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Javante Spragans is a is a heck of a story. He came in here with a seven on seven team last last summer, you know, and is over there just snapping the ball. He was here only to snap the ball to the seven on seven team. It's not like offensive linemen really don't participate in that, but he's there just to snap the ball. Tennessee season, huh? What's this kid like? He ends up going to camp at Tennessee, earns an offer. The next week, goes to Alabama. Same thing. So, like, you you start recruiting against these top-tier teams, you're bound to get some top-tier players. You're also going to miss some. Everybody misses some. But when you when you get a bunch of top-end guys that other te- people want, to me that's that's as big a deal as anything. The other thing that I think jumps out to me about this team, this offense, you got a couple guys in space – that are really good, Ty Chandler and Gray, Eric Gray, and the way Chaney, the way Jim uses them, you know, that's you go back over Jim's career with those kind of players, he's always been able to use them in different ways, and I think that's where Tennessee, and I've said this for a year or two now, really before Jeremy got here, that having those kind of athletes in space, both on offense and defense, guys who can tackle in space on defense and guys who can make you miss in space and turn – well, you know, four- and five-yard gains in the 15, 20, 30-yard gains Jer- Jer- are invaluable. Jared Garantano yesterday in the post-game press conference, you could tell he knows what 
you know, what is coming with Jalen Hyatt. It was really good to get him in there today because he knows that he can change the offense because what? He can run, and he's shifty and elusive. So all of a sudden you change things with some dynamics at wide receiver. Think of how, how much Alabama's offense changed when they got Waddle and Ruggs oh, yeah. and all those guys and Jerry Judy, all those guys that could run. They look, run. Like, a, they look like a hockey team on, on grass, the way they're just yeah, down the field. up and down and up and yeah. down. Tennessee's freshman wide receivers can really run. Now they've got some veterans mixed in with them that are performing well. So they're going to be able to bring those freshmen along at their own pace. Hyatt had two catches yesterday, over 50 yards receiving. Both catches were big plays. It kind of changed the field position. Uh, I think both of them may have led to scoring drives. I know the first one did. I think the second one did too. Um, you know, but he just those two plays. It, it's gonna be something that Georgia's gonna watch on tape and go. Okay, when Eleven's in the game, we have to be aware of where he's at. Yeah, the other I think watching Tennessee yesterday, and I know you would agree with this. A much more complete game. Much cleaner performance by Tennessee uh, no in game turnover, two than game one. No turnovers in either game. And, and How many penalties did Tennessee have yesterday? Uh, two not, or, two yeah, or three? Not many. You know. So that's, you know, that's what you want from game one to game two. But still, I still think we're not past the point of this football season from seeing a lot of weird things happen simply because of what's going on in the last four or five months, no spring practice. And, and look already, you, you sort of touched on it a minute ago. Game one, Mississippi State goes into Baton Rouge and throws for nine miles and beats LSU. Week two, well, they look very, it, very it, below average, it, it, losing to Arkansas. And let's give Arkansas, let's give Sam Pittman some credit. They've looked really good through two weeks. They played three of the four halves. They've been a quality football team with yes. three of the four halves they played. Yeah, but really solid football. And I, but again, look, and, and look at his coordinators. There you go. Barry that, Odom on defense smart. and Kendall Browse on offense. He, he was smart, and he hired guys around him that have either been a coordinator at a big-time level or been a head coach slash coordinator at a big-time level. Having Odom there only helps him with administrative-type stuff. You know, that, that goes a long way. You don't, you know, Jeremy kind of got that, he, I, you know, he doesn't like the word, but it was, he got a mulligan. You know, he loves golf. I'm like, you know, he's like, why you call it a mulligan? I'm like, because you got to re-tee after one year with Tyson Helton and hired Jim Janey. I mean, that's a, to me, that's a pretty good mulligan. You got a breakfast ball and you hit it right down the middle with the, with the second ball. So, like, but Sam Pittman, he's hired two quality guys. Odom's defense is looking really, really good. Look, well, look what they did last last night against yeah. Costello, who, again, threw all over the team that's labeled as DBU. SEC record. I mean, he threw for more yards than anybody's ever thrown in an SEC game and comes back. And Odom, Barry Odom's just a good football coach, period. And the way they played, the way he's schemed up. But you know what the other side of that is, AP, is – Listen, I, I know Mike Leach and have known him pretty well now for a while. He's a brilliant guy, funny, good football coach, has passed for millions of yards and scored a million points everywhere he's been. But that game yesterday has sort of defined a little bit his career. A lot of really highs where they win and you think, okay, they're getting ready to take off. And then you have sort of an inexplicable Head loss. scratching like low. That. Yeah. You know, they happened at Washington State a lot. And that's why, you know, when you've seen his teams over the year, there have been some of those kind of games. And, but I, and, and I don't want to just put it on Mike because I think there's going to be more of those in the SEC this year. I think we're going to see some things that you didn't really see coming. I mean, look at Ole Miss. And, you know, I tell you one thing, Lane, Lane offensively, and he told me when I was there that he thought they were going to be able, and he's got him a quarterback there at Ole Miss. He thought they were going to be able to score some points. They just can't stop anybody on defense. No, and, and the only reason they won that game, and they may have won it eventually anyways, but that's – if you're Kentucky and Mark Stoops, now he acted like a fool at the end of the game, putting his hands on that official, chasing after him. But 
what a way to lose. The missed extra point. I mean, man. You talk talk about highs and lows defining Mike Leach. That sort of that game yesterday sort of defines Kentucky football. Well, you're right. I mean, I don't know how many people on our board, but Kentucky being Kentucky. I mean, you know, yesterday, like the Georgia game last night, was a a microcosm of why you don't really – you don't ride that wave. Like, if you're Tennessee, you've got to be kind of even kill. You're 2-0, okay. You've won the two games you're supposed to win. Again, before the season started, what do we all talk about? To con- to, to beat the big three that Doug Dickey used to talk about. <laughs> moving those to, hands. To, I can to, see Coach Dickey now moving those hands. To, to beat it. those teams, though, you've got to become more consistent against right. the South Carolinas, Missouris, Vanderbilts. Well, what's Tennessee done? Two-game winning streak now against South Carolina. Two-game winning streak against Missouri. They should beat Vandy later in the year. You know, but, you know, you can't ride that wave. And, no, so and, that, like, and that's the how, thing. How many, I mean, I don't know how many texts I got last night. Man, Georgia looks really good. Yeah, but they look like very pedestrian right. the week before. Changes Arkansas from week to week. Time. I mean, look at 2004. 2004, Tennessee gets obliterated by Auburn at home. And then the same day, Georgia beats LSU in Athens. Badly. Tennessee goes down to Georgia the following week, a big underdog, and wins 19-14 with a freshman quarterback. You know, and, and I think there's going to be more of that than even normal this year. It, I mean, it's sports. It, it, but I, don't you think changes. because yes. of how little practice time these teams have had and how much they've not been together as a unit Which on the field? Which is why it's so key if you're Tennessee and you're trying to continue the upward momentum, yep. you've got to win the games you're supposed to win. Okay, we're going to take our first break. And the thing with Kentucky, I know, which has got to be frustrating for the folks in Bluegrass, is Stoops has really done a, a nice job of improving that program. But you still have games like that yesterday. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to try to catch up with former Georgia quarterback DJ Shockley, who called the Tennessee game yesterday. Certainly knows a lot about the Georgia program. We're going to try to catch up him with him in the next couple of segments. You're listening to The Nation. He's Austin Price. I'm Chris Lowe. We'll be back from the Texas Roadhouse in just one minute. Texas Roadhouse tonight, which is your home for legendary food and legendary service. Visit one of their 16 locations throughout the state of Tennessee. Get your game day food from Texas Roadhouse. Place your to-go order online, or go to, or or, or, or go to go got go, go dot texasroadhouse.com. A little tongue tied there to enjoy while you're cheering on the balls. And you're hungry for a great deal? Texas Roadhouse features 11 early dine entrees for less than $10 on Mondays through Thursdays. Until 6 p.m., you can choose from the six-ounce sirloin, the barbecue chicken, the pulled pork dinner, and many other favorites. Texas Roadhouse is your home for hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs, made-from-scratch sides and dressings, fresh-baked bread, ice-cold beer, and legendary margaritas. Fans, don't let cataracts keep you from watching the balls in 2020. The team at University Eye Specialists know cataracts can cloud your vision. But thanks to modern technologies and five-star surgeons, cataract surgery can be quick and easy, just like a Tennessee touchdown. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, University Eye Specialists is conveniently located to serve you. Request an appointment today at universityeye.com or call 865-244-2020. University Eye Specialists, proudly serving the UT Athletics Department since 1978. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111. 
Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Take it to the house this season with Truly Hard Seltzer. Whether you're tailgating or home gating, Truly Lemonade Hard Seltzer is a refreshing mix of lemonade and hard seltzer that's perfect for game day excitement. If life gives you lemons, keep the good times going with Truly. So bring the flavor and your volunteer spirit to game day like only you can. We'll keep it light, crisp, and crushable. Truly Hard Seltzer. Live Truly. Proud supporter of Tennessee Athletics. Please drink responsibly. For more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. And now, in tough times like these, it's more important than ever that we look out for each other. For many of you impacted by recent events, we can help make sure you're protected with quality, affordable coverage that's right for you right now. So you're prepared for whatever lies ahead. Give us a call or visit FBHP.com to learn more today. You're listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of ValQuest.com, presented by Mortgage Investors Group. All right, welcome back into the show. Chris Lowe of Austin Price. We're at the Texas Roadhouse tonight. Let's go right to the phone lines. And we are pleased to have a special guest, former Georgia quarterback and SEC Network analyst, DJ Shockley. DJ worked the game yesterday, the Tennessee-Missouri game. And, DJ, I, I want to ask you first and foremost – you know, as you look at this Tennessee-Georgia matchup, having seen Tennessee up close and personal, what do you see, DJ, as the most important matchup Saturday in Athens? Chris, first of all, man, thanks for having me on. And um, I think, you know, when you look at the the landscape of this ball game and how many different ways you can break it down, uh, similar to what happened last week, I think it comes down to the line of scrimmage. I actually had – called the Georgia game week one when they had Arkansas, and Arkansas kind of dominated the line of scrimmage uh, in that ball game. And they came back, you know, yesterday, I think everybody saw Georgia dominate the line of scrimmage versus Auburn. And then similar to what, I, you know, I saw yesterday in Tennessee, they did a good job up front uh, with the offensive line. I thought having K made back was big, but I thought everybody up front did their job of moving that line of scrimmage. So going into that ball game, I think whichever offensive line has the better ball game, whichever is more dominant, has a big, I think, stranglehold in what happens. Because if you can protect the quarterback on both sides, if you can run the football like I know Tennessee and Georgia both want to do, then uh, you both got a good chance of winning the ball game. You know, that Georgia defense, DJ, I, I thought coming into the season with its speed and depth and just their ability to to make so many negative plays on defense, they're going to be as good as anybody. Have you seen anything through two games that makes you think that that Georgia defense isn't a championship-caliber defense? <laughs> no, man. I, I think I think the, the second part of that, what you said is their depth. It's unreal how many top-caliber athletes they have on that defensive side of the ball. And when you watch those guys play, they're fast, they're physical, uh, they're in the spot they're supposed to be. And then the other part is, when you look on the back end, they got experience on the back end. And last night, they contested every single throw by Auburn. And that makes it tough when you got a defensive front that can get after you. 
They are really deep up front as well, but then you got some long corners on the outside too, uh, which will, uh, I think will be a big matchup as well as, you know, Tennessee has some big receivers on the outside as well with Palmer and Johnson. Uh, I thought the, the freshman receiver Hyatt was impressive with his speed, but he's also a bigger receiver as well. So uh, I like the, the, the matchup that I'm going to watch in that ball game with uh, Georgia's defensive backs versus Tennessee's receivers with their size and length as well. DJ, it's Austin Price. You know, you, you go back to 2004, and we were talking about this in, in our first segment. You know, you were on that Georgia team that beat LSU the same week that Tennessee got crushed by Auburn at home, and Tennessee goes down the, the following week and, and, and upsets Georgia in Athens with a, with a freshman quarterback. How paramount is it as a player to remember that, you know, it, you know, I know Coach Speak want to know each week, but that's so true in a lot of ways because every week is so different. Yeah, also, I mean, I think it's especially during this season where uh, you got this 10-game SEC schedule, I think it's really ridiculous if you worry about what's happening next week or two weeks down the road because every single week matters just as important uh, as the last week. And I think going into uh, the next week, it's all about how can we be a much better ball club. And uh, I think Coach Pruitt does a really good job of making sure his guys focus in on what's happening that week. And he continues, I think, to get into the minds of his players that every single week matters. And I'm sure every coach in the SEC does that. But uh, if you're not focused on week in and week out in this league, uh, there's a chance you could really get uh, ran by and, you know, make it look bad in this league with how competitive it is every single week. DJ, correct me if I'm wrong, you all were not on site yesterday, correct? Did you call that see, thing? That, see, that's the great part about it, man, that, that you didn't even know that we weren't on site, but yeah. <laughs> but how, how we were, hard, how, <laughs> how different is that, though? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, it was totally different. I mean, to not be um, – in the stadium is a different feel. I mean, we had kind of the the music of what's going on inside the stadium in our ears, but it was different. My my play by play guy Dave Neal has been calling games for 20 years, and he said he had never ever had a situation like we had the the other day where we had to call the game from our home office. So it was totally different. The atmosphere was different, but uh, I had three four monitors where I had. The All-22, I had the program where I could see what it looked like on TV. I had stats. I mean, I, I had everything I needed to call the game, which is different, not actually being in the actual stadium to call the game. DJ, you know, when you look at, at Georgia and Stetson Bennett at quarterback, you, you think for the for the time being he's the guy record? And, and, and where do you think or how will Tennessee be able to sort of get to him and take advantage of him? What do they need to do to sort of get – maybe get back there and force him into some mistakes. Yeah, I think he's the guy. I mean, I think he's proven two weeks in a row that he can handle it. And I think a lot of the question marks was how would he handle a really good defense in Auburn. And I think he solidified himself yesterday as the going-away starter for this Georgia Bulldog team. And if uh, he continues to play at that level, uh, there's no doubt he will be the guy. Uh, If Tennessee wants to have any kind of effect on him, I think it has to be uh, on the inside. they got to be able to push the pocket, and then they have to play tight coverage on the outside. Georgia had a lot of guys who were pretty wide open in that ball game, so he was able to play pitch and catch on the outside. So if Tennessee can stick to the receivers of Georgia, they, I think they have a, a better opportunity. But 
Uh, I thought Auburn at times tried to bring pressure. He did a good job of avoiding them and getting outside and breaking contain. But Tennessee's got to do a good job of getting guys in his face, but then also having some tight coverage on the side, making those windows a little bit smaller than they were versus Auburn. Tennessee does get Sean Schamberger back, uh, or should get Sean Schamberger back this week uh, in the nickel. And then Bryce Thompson didn't play a whole lot yesterday as they were trying to, I think, you know, not use him as much uh, to try to get him healthier for this Georgia game to potentially uh, go up against George Pickens. Just take me through what you see out of George because he just seems like a really special talent. Yeah, he is, man. He's a he's one of those guys who is a legit number one receiver on your team, and you got to uh, make sure you try to find a way to get him the football if you're Georgia. And uh, I thought there were times where they had one-on-one matchups and they did go to him, i.e. The, the touchdown down the left side. They finally got a one-on-one matchup, and they went for it. And uh, I know talking with uh, Derek Ansley, the defensive coordinator for Tennessee, he loves Delonte Taylor. He loves Bryce Thompson. Thinks Bryce is the shutdown corner who can go against anybody in his league, and he's played a bunch of games in his league. So uh, I don't think he'll shy away from the opportunity to play against one of the best. And uh, with him being one of the top players on that defense, these are the games that these guys look at to say, okay, if I want to go to the next level, I have to play this caliber of an opponent, and I have to play well. So I think that matchup will bring out the best in both guys. But George Pickens is definitely a, a true talent, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, having those guys back, having Bryce, having Alante, having Sean off. You know, Jalen is another factor in that defensive back uh, field for, for Tennessee. So uh, I think Tennessee has a couple guys they can throw at him. Uh, but I think Bryce is a guy I think who would definitely step to the challenge and want that challenge. Tennessee wins if what happens, and then Georgia wins if what happens. I think Tennessee's got to force some turnovers, um, especially when you play uh, on the road. you got to have a couple things go your way. And the other part about it is when Tennessee gets in the red zone, I don't think field goals will win it. you got to score touchdowns because this, as we know, is a stingy Georgia defense. I ain't going to give up a lot. But if you're able to force some turnovers and then also when you get in the red zone, score touchdowns, that's a big part of this ball game. Uh, Tennessee did a better job on third down in the last game versus Missouri. That's another key factor, being good on first and second down because we saw once you get into third and long with Georgia, they make it really hard on you. They bring a lot of exotic things as far as blitz-wise. And I know uh, Jim Cheney doesn't want to be in that position. On the other side for Georgia, uh, I think they have to lean on their defense, but they also have to run the football. If Georgia's not able to run the football in this ball game, it makes it tougher on them. As we saw in the first game versus Arkansas, when they weren't able to run the ball, nothing really worked until the second half until they were able to throw the ball. Georgia's offense depends on using that play action, having that run game, and then creating the pass. If Georgia can run the football, they got a good chance of, you know, being Tennessee in this game. DJ, uh, we'll get you out on the, out here on this when we're talking with DJ Shockley, former Georgia quarterback, the SEC championship game MVP in 2005 and does a terrific job as analyst on the SEC network. So Kirby in his second year there at Georgia took the dogs to an SEC championship, an SEC championship and to the championship game, the national championship game. How important do you think it is for this for the momentum in Tennessee's program this year, Jeremy Pruitt's third-year DJ, that they win once against either Georgia, Florida, or Alabama this year to really take that next significant step? I think that's a good point, man. I think it's crucial because I think you mentioned when Kirby came, that first year wasn't that good. In the second year, you kind of were a little bit ahead of schedule. I think 
Tennessee is in a position where they've recruited really well. Pruitt has that program going in the right direction. The culture has changed. The players think a little bit differently. They feel like they should be the old Tennessee where they're always in the mix for the SEC East. And winning one of those games tells you that you have returned. I think winning one of those games shows you that you have recruited the right type of player and you have the right coach there to get it done. So uh, not only just being competitive, because Tennessee's going to be competitive in a lot of these ball games and those big ball games, but I think winning one of those games is huge to what people will look at Tennessee as far as around the country. I think people still think Tennessee may be two or three years down the road with the entire recruiting class that they have and what Pruitt has done so far. But if he's able to do that right now, it shows him that this is a Tennessee team that's on the rise. A lot of people have to kind of readjust how they think about Tennessee going forward because if they win one of those games, look out because there's the, the confidence that all these guys needed to know that, hey, we're back and we belong. Well, DJ, man, we really appreciate the insight. Uh, keep up the good work. And I will tell you this, I'm sorry during your time in Georgia that you had to be covered by Mark Slavon during part of the time. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Mark's a good friend of mine, man. So he's good, he's good to me, man. So I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate y'all having me, man. You, you keep up the good work. All right, that's DJ Shockley, former Georgia quarterback and SEC Network analyst who worked the Tennessee game yesterday and worked the Georgia game two weeks ago with some really good perspective. Both from home. That's exactly right. I'm glad, I'm glad you're asking that because I didn't even know that. Yeah, they've had they're, they're it, it, each crew's different. Yeah, I, know. Know. I, did, I didn't realize that, which tells you they obviously did a nice job and were very well prepared. All right, well, it's a little bit late, but certainly worth it. Let's take our third, our second break here tonight on the Nation. I'm Chris Lowe. He's Austin Price. We'll be right back. Hey, fans, for the best selection of Big Orange merchandise, touchdown at Hound Dogs, locally owned and operated. Hound Dogs is your one-stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. Visit them online at hdknoxville.com. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGonline.com. Equal housing lender, license 109111. This is Dr. Colby Stewart with Tennessee LASIK. It's been a privilege to partner with the Vols for over a decade. Tennessee LASIK has helped thousands improve their vision, including VFL greats, Rajon Neal and Will Overstreet. Are you tired of wearing glasses or contact lenses? Visit TNLASIK.com or call 966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today. Tennessee LASIK wants you to see the Vols in 2020. Football is often described as a game of inches, and just a couple of plays can determine the outcome of a game. At First Horizon, we know you need a financial game plan built with customized solutions that are tailored to fit your life. We understand your horizon is uniquely yours, and we're here to coach you through the choices, one play at a time. Take it from Coach Pruitt. In football, every play has its challenges. The game of life is no different. First Horizon has your back. First Horizon, the official bank of the Vols. Enjoy the world's most refreshing beer, Coors Light, all season long. 
Whether you're at Neyland Stadium or tailgating at home, crack open an ice-cold Coors Light, the official beer of enjoying college football wherever you are. When things heat up on the gridiron, Coors Light is there to cool things down. Because it's made to chill, this fall, reach for the beer that supports the balls. Mountain Cold Refreshment, Coors Light, proud sponsor of the Tennessee Volunteers. Celebrate responsibly, 21 means 21. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. Welcome back in. We, uh, as always, we certainly appreciate you spending part of your Sunday evening with, with us here on The Nation. Austin Price and Chris Loder, thanks to DJ Shockley with some really good stuff in last segment, breaking down the Tennessee-Georgia game, uh, what he felt like Tennessee needed to do when which was make Georgia one-dimensional, really not let them run the football, and I agree wholeheartedly, and what Georgia needs to do to win. I think both teams really sort of like to do the same thing. Both teams want to bully you up front. Yeah, I mean, let's face ball. it, Stetson Bennett was, in theory, the fourth-string quarterback a month and a half ago, and he's now quarterback number one for Georgia. There's a reason he was the fourth-string quarterback. He performed extremely well last night, but making his life a lot easier is when Zamir White and the backs can make big plays in the running game. And that makes any quarterback's life That makes life anybody's easier. quarterback's life easier. That's right. Uh, we want to remind fans that this season to be sure and relax, enjoy, and celebrate with the great refreshing beverages that support University of Tennessee Athletics, Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment that's made to chill. Twisted tea, real brewed iced tea with a twist of lemon, light and crisp, truly hard seltzer, and ice cold Dosecchi Cerveza distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. Remember, celebrate responsibly, and 21 means 21. So, Alabama, we agreed, is the class of the league to this yep. point. And, you know, who knows a month from now how that's going to look. Who do you think the second best team is right now? It's Florida. It, it is Florida for right now. Now, are they head and shoulders number two? No. I think it's kind of Florida-Georgia right there side by side. I think Tennessee is in that next class of teams right below them. Um, you know, and again, who knows what happens Saturday. Tennessee's a two-touchdown underdog, as they should be, you know. But they can definitely win this football game. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of it depends on, you know, how does J.G. play. If he can have another you know, turnover-free game and, and, and complete passes down the field, and the Tennessee's offensive line can, you know, I won't say do what they did yesterday, but, you know, be comparable to what they did yesterday, then you know, I think Tennessee's going to have a shot to go into Athens and be there in the fourth quarter. And, you know, when if you're there in the fourth quarter, that's all you can ask for when you're playing a top-five team on the road. No, I agree. It's time for the Marathon Question of the Week. Discover how a full tank of freedom from Marathon will take you wherever you go. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. All right, Chris Lowe. My question for you this week is, Tennessee wins one of the big three this year. Yes or no? Who do you think their best chance would be uh, would be against? And... Is it as simple as Tennessee winning the line of scrimmage in those type of games? Well, yeah, winning the line of scrimmage for sure and playing clean football. I mean, D.J. Shockley sort of stole my thunder there. I mean, Tennessee's going to be one of those teams. I think we're going to look back and say, well, they didn't. They won the turnover battle, first of all, you know, and, and I would say probably by at least two. 
and they did not lose or, or, or give up any big plays in special teams. I don't know that you necessarily have to win special teams, but certainly you can't lose special teams. Um, you know, I like the fact that they get Florida at home that last game. So much can change between now and then. Who's healthy? Uh, I, I still think Tennessee's offensive line, the fact that they can mix and match, and they've got some flexibility always helps. Because I mean, how, how many times do you finish the season with so the same five? Do you have one of them winning those? No, I, you, and that's why I think if, if I had to pick, I think going to Georgia and winning is a tough, tough assignment this early. I just I don't know that anybody's going to beat Alabama. So of, of the three, I think they got the best chance to beat Florida. That's the last game of the season. It's in Knoxville. Who knows where either team will be at that point. And, no, and we don't have a crystal ball. Florida's given up a lot of points, a lot of yards on defense. They throw the ball. Kyle, Kyle Trask has got ten touchdowns passes in his yeah, first. Pitts is a man. And Pitts can play. He is a man. That connection's pretty scary. But, yeah. again, who knows where they're at at the end of the so year. So to answer, to answer your question, I think of the three, uh, and I know I'm going against my own sort of vow that I would never, ever pick Tennessee again against Florida until, I'm, I'm not picking, asking you to pick them. I'm saying which one do they have the best that's, shot with? That's the old Brent Hubbs line. He's never picking Tennessee to beat Florida well, He again said that, but them. then they won the game. Well, okay. And then he used that same thing the next year. All right, so he's going back <laughs> on his work. But of those three, no, I do think that the Florida game, for the factors that I just mentioned. I, I'm going to go against the grain and say it's this week. So you, you, I think you've got to stay in the here and now. Tennessee's 2-0. They're playing clean football. They're playing solid football. And, and even though Georgia just pounded Auburn, I'm not sure how good Auburn actually really is. So, like, well, they're yeah. not bad. No, but, I mean, I've said for a year and a half that I think that Bo Nix is vastly overrated. Like, I think Bo Nix is a solid quarterback, but he's not what everybody has built him to be. Here's the biggest difference in the two teams, if you ask me. Tennessee is a lot better in the offensive line than Auburn is. A lot better. Yeah, correct. And that's why I think Tennessee's got a chance to go down there Saturday and be really competitive. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but I think they'll be in the game unless they have a, a, a game where they turn it over early and it snowballs against them. If they can play clean football for the first half, they're going to be there in the second and there at the end of the game. And, and let's be honest. I mean, you, you've been in stadiums now at home and on the road. It's different. Playing on the road. You know, in a now, place like now, Sanford Stadium, I, in this environment, it's I just saw, not the same as it was. It, it wasn't Tennessee. It wasn't just Tennessee fans. It was everybody commenting last night on the amount of people that were in Athens for that Georgia Auburn game. That it was way more than the twenty five percent or whatever. So a few I, snuck in. You're saying? Well, I, I saw this, and I don't know how accurate it is, but I saw where someone said that they had they had let the the student section just come in in force there was no like kind of policing the student section that's why it made it look like there was more people there now, i don't know how accurate that well, is well i'm going to hold you responsible that you get a count that there's no more than 20 percent there 25 23, 24 whatever that whatever they decide whatever the point is, is is like if if tennessee next week decided hey we're going to let 75 percent come in they're allowed to because it's not an sec rule they left it up to each school to decide, and they all kind of just said 22. Anywhere between 20 and 25. Yeah. And then, of course, Vanderbilt originally said zero. <laughs> well, you're going to be the hall monitor there uh, between, no, the, he- that, between that, the hedges on Saturday. Well, I'll need Jimmy Himes there because nobody can estimate the amount of people <laughs> in the stands better than Jimmy. Well, Jimmy's a veteran. He's good at that. All right, let's take our final break here on The Nation. I'm Chris Lowe. He's Austin Price. We're here at the Texas Roadhouse, the East location, and we'll be back here in just a couple minutes. 
fans, it is football time in Tennessee, and you can show your big orange colors by purchasing the official 2020 football fan T-shirt. This year's shirt features General Neyland's game maxim, Put On More Steam. That's the official Tennessee football fan shirt. Available at Alumni Hall, Food City, The Vol Shop, and Hound Dogs. A lot's changed in the past few months, from how we protect our health to how we work. But for more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. So right now, it's good to know that you have short-term, individual, and family plan options, along with dental and vision, for whatever lies ahead. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Give us a call or visit FBHP.com to learn more today. It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tonkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage license 109111. Turn your game day up a notch with Twisted Tea, the original hard iced tea. Twisted Tea is a real brewed tea with a twist of lemon, and it's next level delicious. But it's not your grandma's iced tea, unless she spiked it with 5% alcohol. Try the original or the half and half, which is half lemonade, half hard tea. It's more than just a hard iced tea. It's a whole new attitude for gridiron greatness. Twisted Tea. Keep it twisted. Proud supporter of Tennessee football. Please drink responsibly. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. And we're back here at The Nation. What another just glorious Sunday afternoon, P. First Sunday back inside at Cokesbury Church this morning. Boy, great to be back inside in the sanctuary, and I hope everybody Slowly else. Slowly moving towards normal. Life. Had a chance to get back in. Uh, we want to remind fans that the annual beef sweepstakes promotion is currently underway from our friends at the Tennessee Beef Industry Council and Food City. Now through October 26, anyone who purchase, purchases a fresh selection of beef with their Food City Value Card automatically becomes qualified to win two tickets to the Tennessee-Texas A&M game. That's the beef sweepstakes promotion only at Food City. AP, you mentioned uh, at the outset of the show, Tennessee a 14-point underdog to Georgia this week. Looking at some of the early other lines, opening lines in the SEC. Kentucky playing at home, a three-point favorite over Mississippi State. Uh, as I said, the ball's a 14-point underdog to Georgia. Alabama, a 24-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin going up against his old boss, Nick well, that Saban. That'll be fun. You think Lane tweets anything about Saban this week? What are the chances? I'd say I'll go with yes. I would say you're probably correct. Auburn at home against Arkansas. Auburn a 16-and-a-half-point favor over again. An Arkansas team that has done, a, I think to this point, a fabulous coaching job. From Sam Pittman, his coordinators, Barry Odom, 
Kendall Brawls. LSU at home playing Missouri. LSU a 20-and-a-half-point favorite over Missouri. Texas A&M at home playing Florida. Florida a six-point favorite on the road at Texas A&M. Boy, if, if the Aggies lose that one, and certainly if they lose badly at home against Florida, it's going to get pretty restless there in College Station. Maybe it already is. Vanderbilt at home against South Carolina. The Gamecocks 11-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, that game being played in Nash, Vegas. Um, so we got about uh, AP about four minutes left in the show. I uh, we, we talked a little bit about a lot about the offense, the offensive line. Uh, you know, Gray and, and Chandler making plays uh, in, in space on offense. Defensively, where where do you think Tennessee needs to tighten up? Where, where especially if they're going to win this week and have a uh, you know a big season. Well, Tennessee, I think, needs to, to tighten down their uh, rotation on the offensive line. Not to say they need to play five guys the entire game. I don't think that's accurate. But, again, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you've got to kind of let a, a five kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm. Um, so I think that's important. I think, you know, getting Sean Schamberger back, right? you know, is a big deal um, just because I think you've been really – you know, suspect at, at, at nickel through two weeks, um, but you've managed your way through it. So, um, you know, th- those would be the top two things I would I would say. Got to tackle well this week against yeah, against I this mean, crowd. You, you, well, Zamir White's a load to bring down. Oh yeah. So got to tackle. Yeah, well. I don't disagree. But I mean, I think that goes for both teams. I mean, you know, Georgia's going to have to tackle, and Georgia's going to have to be able to shed blocks and, and get off some of those blocks when Tennessee's offensive line is doing a nice job. Yeah, you just. Against this crowd, and I think it goes back to to making Bennett make a lot of throws where, where you know, you, you want him, and you can say this about any quarterback, but you want to make him put him in a lot of third and seven, third and eight, and third and nine situations. And, and, again, that means playing well on first down on defense and tackling and not letting them be in a lot of third and two and third and one, second and five, second yeah. and four situations. I think it gets down to, you know, that – that will be very, very important for Tennessee. Tackling well, certainly in space. And I think Tennessee, as I said, credit goes to Jeremy and staff for the way they've recruited. They're much better at making those plays in space because they've been able to get those kind of athletes on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, Alante Taylor is going to need to have a better week than he had yesterday. He had a great first week in South Carolina. He played okay yesterday, but, you know, I – they have high hopes for him just because he lengthwise fits exactly what they want out of a corner. And, then, of course, Bryce has the mentality. Um, so if he can get back healthier this week, I'm sure that he, will, that, that he won't do much in practice, in my opinion. I think they'll try to get him as healthy as they can get him, ready for Saturday. Um, and then, you know, I think that goes a long way. And then, you know, who, can, you know, who, who steps up alongside Henry? You know, I, I thought Kovaris Crouch played better yesterday. I thought Jimmy Banks played better in week one, but they need more consistent play there beside of Henry. Uh, and then I think more than anything, they got to get pressure on the quarterback. Right. If they let Stetson Bennett sit back there and have time, then, I mean, you know, whether he was fourth string a month ago or not, doesn't matter. He's still quality quarterback yeah. who, who yesterday looked really good because he was able to have time. And he's proven that. He played a lot better. I mean, he was the one that gave him the spark in the second half against Arkansas. So uh, I don't think there's any question that you're going to see Tennessee do some things. And obviously you want to get some pressure with your front four, but do some things to try to keep him off rhythm. Got about 30 seconds to, to go here. You think Cade Mays be ready to play this football game? A little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. I think that's a key, though, that he doesn't come out too high. You know, 
I do think, though, that he left on fairly good terms. I mean, like, it's not like that there was some knockdown drag out. And he, he simply went in, told Kirby he's leaving, yeah. he I, left. I, I, and, say, and, I haven't heard a lot of bad blood among the players uh, yeah, there. I don't, yeah, m- most of the players there like Kate Mays. So I, I don't think that – I definitely think that more than anything, you know, it, it'll just be playing the team you just left. Thank you, Austin Price. Our thanks to DJ Shockley for joining us tonight on The Nation. We'll do it again, same time, same place, next Sunday right here from Texas Roadhouse. So long, everybody. You've been listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group, the number one lender in the state of Tennessee, making the American dream possible. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK by Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service 12 area east tennessee restaurants by marathon featuring top tier clean gasoline for peak performance stop by your neighborhood marathon station marathon fueling the american spirit by university eye specialists helping you live life in focus since 1935 and by dosekis nothing goes with college football like an ice cold refreshing dosekis cerveza keep it interessante and please enjoy dosekis response Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The nation is also brought to you by... Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State for more news on college sports and the SEC. This is The Nation, signing off.